What's up, everybody? It's Pace the Nation. Welcome back to the program. Episode 44, broadcasting from Studio 1A here in downtown Clarendon. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me, as always, to my right is Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Episode 44. I have two names for you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Uh, baseball, football, hockey. Hank Aaron. All right. There you go. Baseball. And nice. You forgot the other one. Reggie Johnson. Reggie Johnson. Mm. Jackson? Reggie Jackson. <laughs> Reggie something. All right. Well, I'm going to welcome in my other, our other co-host here, William E. Docs. Docs, is there Reggie Johnson? No. She, no. She's wrong okay. about that. And okay. she also could have said John Riggins. But, right. That's um, true. Or Eric Davis. Eric Davis. Another but good one. I was... Uh, Reggie Jackson. Yeah. I yeah. wrote this down in my phone. Right. Reggie uh-huh. Jackson. Yeah. Uh-huh. There you go. I violated Mr. October. I violated our policy. I jumped in before I was introduced. I made a noise. <laughs> you did. I, yeah. So we discovered something in episode 44. If you want me to break protocol, just just say something like Reggie Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that that was too much for me to bear. He couldn't in in my my uh, yeah in my silent room. Also, Farley is in a rush today for yeah. some reason. Uh, well, we need was, to get to the bottom of that. I was late. I apologize, guys. How late were you? Uh, about an hour. Were yeah. you stuck in traffic in D.C.? No, I... Uh, Did you get in a bad I just, Uber? <laughs> I thought, no. Were you on the New Jersey Turnpike? <laughs> I was at the dog park, actually, and I realized as Docs called me, I was on the phone with a work call, and, and Docs calls and says, uh, are you going to come over here to the studio? And We're cold outside. We're locked out. <laughs> I thought... I said, well, isn't it four? And he said, no, it's three. The guest came at four. The guest came at four. And I said, oh, man. So uh, I tried to corral the dog and get here as soon as I could. Mm-hmm. Did she get a bath? No. She's she, still getting a bath. That's, she probably that's... needs one. She probably needs one because I was like running around. Where is she? In the car? No, she's in the crate. She's in mm-hmm. the crate at You home. took her home. I took her mm-hmm. home. So. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, late, and uh, I, I apologize. I, then I looked immediately at my phone and looked at the, the text messages, and it definitely said three. He, he it definitely said three. He told us that when he came in. This is, this is how the story could also be told. I did not believe you that we were supposed to <laughs> right. start at three, so I double-checked the facts because I was going to put rub that in your face. <laughs> Well, I, I actually, I was kind of thinking that, but I was, I was, I was kind of thinking that. I was hoping, man, yeah. I was hoping I'm right, hoping I'm uh-huh. right. Uh, but, but I also was dreading coming over here, being an hour late. I thought mm-hmm. I would face uh, both of you guys who'd be very uh, facey. Both of you guys being very upset. Mm-hmm. But how do you, guys, how do you feel? You guys your mood were yeah. not that bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I, you, you guys are in good moods today, so that's good. Bodes well for the show. We both got good news today. You did? Yeah. Can you guys share? Oh, yeah. No. So. <laughs> no and no. Okay. Good news for my co-hosts. I just let everybody know everything about my personal life. These guys, they just, <laughs> you know, this is, at some point, I mean, the audience knows it, it's good banter to hear personal life type stories, but mm-hmm. these guys just won't open up. Mm-hmm. We, give, we give gems every A now and then. A little bit, but mm-hmm. for God's sake, Docs has got an egg as his profile picture <laughs> mm-hmm. on the uh, website. Well, that's what he really looks like. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yeah, it's not too far off. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, big show to get to today, guys. We have uh, a special guest joining us here shortly, Heather Jeff. She's a local runner, and she's got a great story about... Uh, her and her uh, training through having MS, 
and she's got a movie coming out and a blog. Uh, she's prolific on Twitter and a listener of the show, I think. So uh, a, lo- a lot uh, a lot to talk to her about. So that'll be fun to sit down with Heather Jeff. Also today, of course, we got our regular segments of In the News, the Clarendon Construction Updates. Uh, we're going to have to recap the happy hour that was last week. Great time, great showing at the happy hour. And, of course, we'll get to the uh, the, the tweets of the week as well. Uh, first, though, guys, I have to... Uh, Tell a personal story? Show you. <laughs> no, no. A dog I, issue? I got to... Uh, I got to bring out my uh, bring out my bag here. He's uh, he's being really coy right now. Well, the good people over at Asics, specifically Greg, came through with some gifts to the show. Whoa! So you weren't invited to the uh, Caps hockey game, but you did get a, a sweatshirt, a Sukataiga sweatshirt. There, a really cool sweatshirt there for you, Doc. Dude, this is awesome. Yeah. Thank you. And uh, Greg came through with snacks. So let me pull these out now. In a Meta Run box. A Miller Lite. Perfect. Ooh, a big Miller Lite. A big Miller Lite. I'll crack that open very soon. Wow. Farley yeah. can't drink that, that whole thing. <laughs> I tell you what. It's <laughs> the same size as Joanna's oversized water bottle. Uh, I think it's a 24-ouncer. A 24? It looks like yeah. 40. Maybe 40. Uh, That's definitely not a 40. Three bananas for the hosts. Uh-huh. One for each of us. Oranges. Oranges. <laughs> Healthy snacks here. An orange a day for Joanna. I don't think he listened to the program last week before getting these snacks, but mm-hmm. he did nail the Asian pears. Wow. So, this is this is very impressive. Yeah, Asian pears. Also, my if I eat all of this food, my marathon time is, is uh, going <laughs> the wrong way. It's healthy, but it is yeah. a lot. Yeah, we don't <laughs> want you to eat it all in one sitting here. Uh, we've got some trail mix. Wow, that's another good call. Greg says wow. that the, the banana... This is a bag banana, that never ends. Dry, dried banana is his favorite. Uh, a couple of... Um, just to, just to give... Odwallas. Yeah, good... good um, Healthy I'll try this one. smoothie drinks. Yeah, what are the two That's flavors? got kale in it. This kale. One, I love this kale. Got, I'll take uh, this one. Mango. Mango. And then finally, uh, we have... He was worried that Docs was going to eat all those uh, Reese's Pete pieces or Reese's peanut butter cups <laughs> uh, all the, in one setting. Yeah, to get my iron. So he got, <laughs> so he got us some Justin's organic peanut butter cups. Wow, those are really fancy peanut butter cups. Fancy and a little healthier than. Mm. So maybe you can get your iron from that, Don. They right. seem a little too healthy for you guys, so just, I'll take them all. Yeah, just just so that we give, get the visual here. Yeah. Farley was pulling these things out of the bag, and then Joanna was taking them and putting them on her side of the table. Yeah, and, and eating the, 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 the dark chocolate she, fruit nut mix. Yeah. but uh, So a number of snacks here today. Um, so you, very exciting. You hit a home run. Yeah. Mm. Well done. Right out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is going to be hard to uh, Every, uh, keep this up. I think this is two weeks worth of snacks. Mm. I, I, yeah, last, I, would, I would agree. Last yeah. week and this week. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, this is this is definitely uh, gonna hold hold uh, up for the next couple. Well, of weeks. Th- I think the the trail mix will be gone by the, yeah, by the before the guest gets here, uh, and we can't expect to get a, a nice uh, sweatshirt every single weekend uh, for the show. But I think it's amazing. He, he did set the bar pretty high. Yes, so thank you, thank Greg. You. Thank you, Asics America. Uh, appreciate the, the the healthy snacks, really healthy snacks that uh, we can enjoy for the next couple of weeks. So that's big news today, guys. 
Unless he thought that this was supposed to last us a month. <laughs> in which case, in which case like, he's like, a couple of weeks? What are these guys talking yeah. about? In which case, uh, it's not as good as we thought. But no, no, it is great. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. I'm late. The guest is here. So without further ado, after the break, we'll introduce and bring in Heather Jeff, local runner, an inspiring story uh, right here on Pace and Nation. All right, welcome back to the program. Now happy to be joined by Docs and Joanna, a fellow Pacers employee, local runner, Heather Jeff. Heather, what's up? How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Thanks for being here. Uh, I, I just kind of described before you got here, uh, you know, my odyssey of getting here. And I was actually late getting here for the show and then also late getting here for you, too. So I sincerely apologize Um both to my co-hosts again mm-hmm. and to you. Uh, Farley, do you want to know two great things about Heather? Yes. She's a Pacers employee who yes. listens to the show. Okay. Those are which, two I, which I really like. Definitely. And she's a guest who brought snacks. Yeah, she is a guest who brought snacks. Uh, we uh, just talked about some other snacks. So it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a ton of snacks today. We just talked about other snacks that ASICs got us, and now we've got... Uh, well, let me have you describe it, Heather. What, what did you bring us here today? Farley does that when he doesn't know something. <laughs> it's pretty subtle. It's hard to figure out. Well, the problem I realized on my way here is they're crunchy, so the mm-hmm. chips are mm-hmm. a problem. But mm-hmm. the guacamole and chips, this is really my signature I'm just eating dish. the I'm just eating the guacamole straight. That's yeah, totally he's, cool. He's dipping his finger in and just <laughs> That's eating pretty it. Pretty like gross. It is. It is really gross. I don't want any more. But thanks for offering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Well, Heather, thank you again for uh, joining us. Uh, you've got a really great story. I want to first uh, say that the, I, I want to ask you about the the documentary uh, because Joanna Docks and. Saucony and a few other employees were at the Arlington Cinema Draft House. Well, you were there, weren't you, Heather? Oh, I was there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. That's right. You, <laughs> as a Pacers employee, you were there, too. Uh, so we saw um, a trailer, not a trailer, but a preview for, for an event co- coming up there. So tell us about that event there at the Arlington Cinema Draft House. Um, okay, so I was in the seat at the Draft House. And I almost fell out of my seat at the draft house because I didn't know that was going to happen. So really? it w- no, okay. I mean no, I had no idea. I mean I know it's on the website, but like I don't know what happens. In but real you life. didn't know they were going to actually give you a promo for your. No, no, it was, it was pretty cool. It was really cool, and it was so dorky because I was like, Whoa, I gotta get on my phone. I gotta take <laughs> yeah. a picture. And it doesn't really <laughs> work. Um, but yeah, so uh, next Sunday or Sunday, March thirteenth is uh, the premiere of a film I've been working on for about a year called Living with MS. Um, and the Arlington Cinema Draft House is kindly hosting it for us. Like, it's the coolest thing ever. So, And who have you been working on this movie with? Oh, my gosh. Um, it's been really an interesting process. So I've been working with students from H.P. Woodlawn High School in Arlington. Mm-hmm. So they have shot all the footage. Um, they've edited it. They've done a ton of work. They, are, they, are these high schoolers? Yeah. Wow. Whoa. So, so what happens is their mom drops them off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at places <laughs> at odd hours that I decide like the other couple months ago in the morning at like 7.30 Fernando's mom dropped him off on the National Mall and we he ta- he videoed us running and then his mom picked him back up and took him home and I decided that was the worst thing I've ever done because I'm a mom and like <laughs> right. making another mother do that that's horrible 
But thank you. Fernando's so, mom. So, that's, <laughs> so we're going to see Fernando and the other HB Woodlawn kids. Great work. Sunday, uh, March 13th. At 315. At 315. Mm-hmm. So by the time you listen to this, you ha- will have not missed it. Finally, no. we're promoting yeah. something. Finally, the time machine works. Yeah. 44 episodes in. <laughs> yeah. Finally, we're promoting something that you can actually see. So... Uh, yeah, get your get your tickets. You can still just go to the Arlington Seminole Draft House uh, website and, and get some tickets for the March thirteenth event. So that's that is really cool. And I didn't realize it was the a local uh, high school. My little brother went to HB Woodlawn, and he's smart. So I'm sure those kids over there are smart and probably have done a great job. They, uh, it's amazing. It's amazing because I priced it out like to do this out right. of pocket, and it's ex- extremely expensive. And I was only looking at two minutes of footage. Mm-hmm. And the highest bid I got for two minutes was ten thousand dollars. Right. Wow. And I was like, "Well, that's yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a little exactly, out of my league." Yeah. Um. So this ended up being it's going to be a little less than thirty minutes, and uh, it's not ten thousand dollars. Not yeah. quite. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. fantastic. Um. Did you pay the high schoolers in chips and guacamole? <laughs> that is the payment plan. Yeah. <laughs> chips for their whole life. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a, that's a, um. <laughs> I wish we could have gotten in on this bidding process. <laughs> Seriously. Well, that is good to know because uh, I know this video stuff is expensive. We should have asked them to follow us at Ragnar. So oh, my gosh. Next, yes. Next, yeah. next yeah. year. Does. Um, so the movie <laughs> is called Living with MS. So it, it features you and, and a couple of athletes as well, right? Yeah. Um, it features um, Teresa Urban and Kate Morse, who are local um, Ironman distant triathlete with MS. And then Chris Wright, who is also a basketball player with MS. Um, he went to Georgetown. Grew up in DC and he's currently playing in Europe at um, in Italy. Wow! Can you can you tell us uh, tell our listeners a little bit about MS? Yeah. So I was driving over here and I was like, they're going to ask me about MS. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I should know this cold. I do. I do. Yeah. So what it is is um, your nervous system attacks your body and um, their myelin. It's basically like a plastic cover. It's not plastic, but it's a cover over your nerves. Mm-hmm. So um, MS attacks that cover and it puts sclerosis in that spot so it's like little bits of scar tissue and then your nerves don't transmit the message as smoothly as it could so when you have ms flare-ups you are left with sclerosis spots and that is the problem so when your nerves can't connect and your body doesn't get the message from your brain then you have problems so when did you realize you had ms um so when i was i was a teacher um i was a special ed teacher um i was married for a month wow so you know I was pretty great at our wedding. Like <laughs> I could see yeah, I was great. Yeah. And then a month later I was at work and um, I taught students with autism. So like you just don't take a day off because mm-hmm. there's no, that just doesn't happen. So especially in September. So in September I'm walking around and I have a really bad headache in an like one of my eyes. And I assumed it was a sinus infection because that made sense. Um, <laughs> and then I was walking down the, the hallway and um, one of my coworkers was like, hey, there's something wrong with you. And, um, the way she said it wasn't funny. It was serious. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, what, something you don't look right. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't feel very good. I think I have a sinus infection. She's like, will you please just go to the doctor? So I went to the doctor that day. Um, and I failed the vision test and, um, and one of my eyes, uh, was legally blind. Wow. So naturally I drove to the eye doctor <laughs> with, you know, my eyes and, right. um, the eye doctor was like, I can see your optic nerve, which is like the major nerve that goes from your eye to your brain mm-hmm. to transmit that message. And it was inflamed. Um, and he said, I, I'm not a neurologist. I can't diagnose anything. So um, I was given a round of solumedrol, which is literally the craziest steroid ever. Like 
I was up all hours cleaning. <laughs> like our house wow. was totally not making la- lots of snacks. Yeah. yeah, not a bad side effect. Yeah, not very hungry, <laughs> just kind of crazy. <laughs> Usually they talk about uh, side effects on on drugs on the the advertisements. None of them sound great, but no. uh, more yeah. snacks and a clean house. Yeah. yeah, it was a great side effect. Yeah. Yeah. No hunger, just crazy like wild, right. and I could see through like buildings. Like it was insane. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> so some of that. Anyway, it yeah. was great. So I did that, and um. It was a it was an IV um, like a port, so the woman would come in, the home health care nurse would come in and uh, administer it. Mm-hmm. So um, she said, "So how long have you had multiple sclerosis?" And I was like, "I don't have multiple sclerosis. Like I I just have opticuritis. Like I just can't see." And she's like, mm-hmm. "Uh huh, uh huh." And I said, well, "What do you mean? What are you getting yeah. at?" And she's just like, "Well, I've never seen a case without it being MS." Mm. And I said, well, wow. this is it. Here I am. You know, I'm, I'm the case. I don't have MS. So I didn't have MS. So then another year passed. So the following, the next summer, that July, um, I felt the same headache in another eye. And what you need, like what your admission card is to get an MS is to have two flare-ups. So I'd already had one. I'd had an MRI. I'd, I had spots on my brain, but they couldn't prove I had MS at that point, And they weren't saying I had MS. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I got that headache, I was like, Oh yeah, Uh-oh. <laughs> I know what this is. So um, I called my insurance and I called my doctor and for some reason I was, I still had the same job, but I was dropped off my insurance mm. oh just my oddly, like right. as things happen. Mm. And I was like, I am on a timeline here. Like I'm going blind, which sounds so dramatic, mm-hmm. but it's, it is dramatic. I mean, it it's, sucks. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, it all worked out in the sense that I got on the medicine and everything, but um, that's what got me to my specialist. And my specialist is actually in the film. Um, I met her at Georgetown all that time ago, and now she's at a different MS center, but um, her name is Heidi Creighton, and she's literally like, if you want to have a doctor, like, I learned having a disease that you have forever, I've learned, like, I want to have doctors who I want to have drinks with, like, right, right, right. <laughs> people who I <laughs> right. can have a relationship right. with, and yeah. that's what she is, and she's been there since the beginning. I mean, I've had other doctors in the middle when she decided to take some time off, but um it makes all the difference to have someone you can talk to. Um, and the fact she wanted to be in the film was like so fun. That, that's amazing. So yeah. it's, it's Dr. Heidi Creighton. You yeah. Said? So she's at the MS center of greater Washington. Um, and, and, and she's the one. So the other doctor said you had MS. He said, no, I don't. That was just then, a nurse. The nurse. <laughs> and then, then, so Dr. Creighton says you have MS. Was that devastating? How was that moment for you? Um, well, you know, I spent the year, like, I didn't know it was going to be a year until I had another episode, but I had friends who were like, well, you, you like, you're basically you're a time bomb. You know, that was some people's thought was like, you've had this one thing and you're a female and you're in the right age demographic and, you know, you have these things that look MS-ish, if that's a word. Right. And I was like, I don't care. Like, I'm not going to worry about what I don't have until I do have it. And mm-hmm. then when I do have it, then we'll figure that out. So um, when I went in the day that I knew I was going blind again, um, I... <laughs> just thought like this is this is bizarre you know i'm going blind again like who says right, that so right. anyway i'm in the office of like my regular general you know your friendly neighborhood everyday neurologist and she's like well i'm gonna walk you down the hall and i was like don't take me down the hall right, <laughs> like right. i know what happens down the hall uh-huh. um but you know dr creighton was so disarming um yeah. she was just like yeah we just we're we're gonna just do this um and it was really hard initially but um yeah, I, I've been super lucky. I haven't, I mean, I've just had a really good run of it. So, um, and so with the medicine, you can see, right? What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> 
I think she's <laughs> she seems to be looking at us and yeah. I think so. Well, yes, I can see. I can yeah. see all the time now. <laughs> Do you have glasses or contacts at all? Um, n- I have glasses um just for reading, okay. but it's nothing related to this. Like my vision is back on. So they they've given you medicine. Uh, which you're which you're on. What else do you do? I'm not on any medicine. Right you're not. Now. No. So I did the Salumedrol, which is the intravenous mm-hmm. um, steroids, and then I was on um, an injectable for a while, mm-hmm. um, which was really hard because it was like in your intermuscular, so you had to do it in your thigh or I don't know where else, but mm-hmm. big muscles. So um, and I anyway, so I did that for a few. Finally, years. for that for me, that would be anywhere. <laughs> big muscles. <laughs> Definitely not as but not Doc's biceps. That's for sure. No, that you would hit the bone. Would yeah. Be awful. Um, no offense. Um, so anyway, yeah. So I did that for a few years, and then um, we got to a point where my husband and I were talking about having a family, and you can't be on an injectable. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and if you're on, I think they're called. Um, so I had to go off those for a while, and then I was fine, and then I just decided I was going to tell my doctor I wasn't going to go back on. And this wasn't my favorite doctor, the one I have now. So mm. anyway, so I got off the medicine and I have never gone back. Mm. So, wow. yeah. So is there anything that you're doing in your life that, uh, that you think is helping EMS? Running. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, my doctor has said it so well. Um, I thought this was really insightful was people act out or they act in. And I don't act in like I don't, drink i don't eat poorly like i run i i run with my friends i run a lot um and I, she said that that you know having your body treating your body well and taking care of your body really calms down your ms symptoms and if they do kind of buzz back up um it's a lot smoother mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i feel like that you know just living a good life eating good food um yeah, and I, I mean, I don't know what the picture of of MS. Or I I don't know if I necessarily know anybody other than you who has MS, but it's not what I had envisioned. Like we're we're talking to for the listeners out there, we're talking to you know a thirty something year old fit. You know, I wish I was thirty. Well, okay. well, I mean, you look like a you know like a I love you know, this show thirty something year old fit mom. <laughs> You know, and, and, and I don't know what the picture of MS is. It but, is this. This is but, it. Yeah, that's I mean, awesome. It's a it's a definitely it's a continuum for sure. There's people who are very, very, very affected. They're they're people who can't do the things they want to do. They don't have the mobility. Um but man, there's so many people out there who have it that you would never know. And that's what I find shocking is um when I met Kate and Teresa, um just randomly through the triathlon community. I was like, right. How do you have MS? You do Ironman distant <laughs> races. Like I can't, I mean, I have MS too, obviously, but I couldn't do that if I didn't. I mean, yeah. So it's, it's a very, it's a very, 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 sounds terrible. Um, it's a, it's a wide a variety of people for sure. All right. You can find uh, Heather's blog. It's find your She's also on Twitter, uh, your inner pace. Uh, and, and your blog's great about, a lot of uh, it blogs a lot about running and well, tell us about your blog. Um, so I started blogging a couple of years ago. Um, cause I, I did when I left, um, education, I stayed home with my kids and now my oldest is eight and being home for eight years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fun, but it's a you little crazy. Yeah, yeah. I wanted something that was mine. Yeah. Um, so I thought about, you know, starting a blog and I just tried to, f- I wanted to reach people who weren't sure how to get into running and then it evolved from there. Um, 
and right now the blog is a lot about my project, um, my film. Um, but it's also a lot about my life and running and stress and friends and fun and, you know, just kind of stuff like that. I don't know if that's a very good description, but. And, and, I, and I saw some, some trailer of something on, I was looking online on Vimeo. Uh, and it looks like you were running with, and probably this is the HB, what's the HB Woodlawn's kid's name again? Um, so the group is called Momentum Films. Momentum Films. So the guys from HB Woodlawn doing a great job of covering you with a number of, look like a number of women out there. Um, those women, I assume you regularly run with, how supportive are they of you and, and of, of you having MS? Um, you know. I don't really have MS to them, right. I don't think. Um, I don't think that to me either. Like, I don't think that is part of, like, the asterisk thing with mm-hmm. me. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> she is a listener. She is a listener. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, I mean, they, they're my friends. Like, we run, we, I don't know, I don't think of them as anything mm-hmm. other than them. Anyway, so we run a ton together, um, and that's what we do every weekend. We do it thursday mornings we run tuesday mornings we run all the time that we can and it's a great group of girls and this project i mean honestly the miles i've talked about this to people i can't imagine how they are going to feel when this is over when they're like oh it's our turn to talk okay (laughs) (laughs) i have a year saved up let's let me say something (laughs) yeah i think i'm wearing people out (laughs) i have a friend like that (laughs) he was pointing at me not true at all not true at all (laughs) um so you're also uh sponsored by uh wassell um and we've talked about wassell if you've listened to the program a lot on this this program that's true she's part of part of the flock part of the flock part of the flock yeah do you guys get together for like i don't know secret 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 stuff I don't think that we can discuss that on can the podcast. You, can, no. can you let let us know about because we won't Joanna we won't will, we'll cut it out. Oh yeah, <laughs> just, just oh yeah, cast. just the secret stuff about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait a minute, the it's bird like, calls. There's yeah. a special <laughs> like when we go to events. There's a bird <laughs> call so the, at the door. I knew it. I knew if, it. If you don't know the bird call of that month, like you just can't get into any of the events. Hmm. Do you know the bird call of the month? Uh, I'm not going to say. See, oh, yeah. really we'll talk later. So penguin. Part, this month is penguin. Part, part of the flock. So they're, they're another supportive uh, group that you have. But also, I'm sure your husband and your kid. You got two kids, right? Yeah. How's and a dog. I, and a dog. And so a dog. The whole family must be super supportive. Talk about them. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. My husband, um, he's a runner. He's a fast runner. He's a good runner. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm sure he's ready to talk something different. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's been super supportive. I mean, this is a massive undertaking. I'm not. I'm not a video person. Like right. I don't know how to do anything. This was just an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact we've gotten here this far is a lot of it's been with his help. Uh, all of it has been with his help. Right. Um, and my kids are really excited. I'm not sure they know what they're excited for, right. but they're excited, they're excited for something. They have outfits picked out. It's, you know, the thing. Um, so how did you come up with this idea? Like what made, what sparked the idea to make this movie? Yeah. So such a good question. Um, Last year, um, I was at my neurologist appointment and I was asking her, like, it's one of those things um, where, you know, you kind of go through, you know, your tests and whatnot. And then it's like, so what's new with you? You know, we just check, you know, kind of catching up. And I said, what's the hardest part of your job? And she said, you know, in the last week, I've told three men who are in their 20s that they have MS. Mm -hmm. She's like, I've destroyed their life. Mm -hmm. And she said, I have nothing to show them of what can happen, like what the possibility is. And I was like, dude, that's heavy i mean because yeah, totally. <laughs> there i mean i remember getting on the internet in the middle of the night when i was on salumedrol not cleaning 
not cooking um and watching like this parade of sadness of like what my new life was going to be and um after i went to that doctor's appointment i went home and i looked again to see if it was still the same and it's the same it's it's hard i mean you're ready to like get the ramp get your scooter and like ride off into the sad sunset like (laughs) it's not good so um i just decided after a lot of running a lot of talking to my running friends talking to my husband like we had to do something big Mm -hmm. and like i've always wanted to do something to contribute to the community and we we do the ms walk we've had a team for years we've raised a lot of money but like you know it's not very it's not big i mean i wanted to go big Mm -hmm. so this is go big or go home Mm -hmm. for sure so we're going big we went big that's awesome so the movie is gonna gonna premiere at the arlington cinema draft house yeah and what's the plan for the movie after that? Yeah, so I just talked to the MS Society today. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to go big. <laughs> <laughs> so they're on board. Wow. So, yeah, I had no expectation. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what's going to work. I don't know what people are going to like. So I um, I met with the MS Society a couple weeks ago, and um, they were super interested, which I thought was cool. I mean, I'm literally a nobody filmmaker. I'm just somebody who had an idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I sent them the draft um, and next week, I mean, this stuff that works out, it doesn't make any sense. So we were supposed to release the film months ago and things just got delayed. I mean, it takes a long time. Sure. Everything takes time. So it just ended up being this week, this week that's coming up. And this week that's coming up, I had no clue was MS Awareness Week. Wow. Oh, cool. That's really Which cool. is so we cool. We really timed the show. Uh-huh. I mean, it's well. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Um, so we are... Um, we are going to be like the headliner. Can we be the head? I'm going to be the headliner for headliner. MS um, yeah. Awareness Week. So the MS Society is buying. I think they bought tickets to the event. Um, they bought gift cards. And people who do whatever the chore is, the task is, will hopefully win and come. And then the new president of the MS Society will be at the event. A lot of their board of directors, people who work there are coming. Um, they want to move the event um, to have another event in Maryland next month oh, cool. or two months. Like, wow. Yeah. They kind of want to make it into like a, um, an event in a box mm-hmm. to like send around, around the, country. the country. So, and then my sister lives in New Zealand and um, she wants to have it down there, which. How many tickets are available for that? Three still? <laughs> <laughs> that includes flights, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's in a box. <laughs> it's yeah, a small box. All inclusive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, my hopes are big. I hope we can. Um, we can just spread the word. And then I am starting a, um, a nonprofit called Interpace Productions to continue telling the story. So I want to do this in a different way. I, I don't want to take a year to get the message out, but there's so many good stories um, that we could, you know, when you hear those words, you have MS, or when you know somebody who has MS, you can look on, you know, I hope we can put a message out there online where you see something other than something that's going to scare you to death. So like positive messages yeah. out there. So people don't have to get on the scooter. No, you don't have to worry about when you're going to get your house retrofitted. Like yeah. that is a scary place to be as a 20 something. I mean, mm-hmm. or in any something that's just hard. What advice would you give? Um, we're talking MS here. What, what advice would you give to somebody who has MS or just found out they have MS? Um, I think what you don't want to do is stop. Like whatever you were doing the day before, the week before, like you want to keep doing that stuff because that is your stuff. That is who you are. Like MS is a thing. It's a thing you have, but it is not who you are. And if you let it become who you are, it will take over. I mean, it, it just will. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's all, a lot of it, I feel like is in your head of how you interact with that news and how you tell people. I think when people keep it a secret, 
it becomes like a, a it grows you know people are afraid to ask you how you're feeling people mm-hmm. are looking for you to do things that are odd you know just you know let it out it's not it shouldn't control you it shouldn't it shouldn't dominate your thoughts i mean it will for a little while but like once you kind of get your footing and realize like you're the same person just keep going um and if there's challenges you want to take on like i ran one marathon before i had ms and it was <laughs> it was a mess yeah, and it had yeah. Nothing to well do that with first it. one always is oh, right, boy. Right, right i mean that 14th street bridge didn't look high right, enough to right, end it. <laughs> right, right. so i mean i just decided like i want to run more i want to run more seriously um and i did and i have and i've run a bunch more marathons since then and i've run a lot of other races and um it's kind of like a big um i don't know like a, a stand against like, right i'm not going to be sick well, i'm just not well what are the physical i mean there had to have been some physical like challenges that you're uh, well, facing I mean, I, with not running. seeing sucks. right obviously <laughs> not, not seeing is a good one that's that's a hard but one but she can see now but you can see now we've we've we had her yeah we're gonna have her do an eye test jo- yeah. joanna's been trying to steal her chips <laughs> yeah and it hasn't worked but there had to have been other like physically um you know it's funny i I never think MS first. Like I remember running in the summer, like summer's not really my like dominant season. It's mm-hmm. hot and hot is hard when you have MS or when you're me. I don't know what the difference is sometimes. Right. And so I right. remember saying to Jamie, my husband, I was like, Hey, the bottom of my feet are kind of, you know, not like in pain, but kind of numb. And he's like, huh, how long has that been happening? I'm like, well, you know, like, month or you know it was like mm-hmm. way long and he's right. like do you know you have ms and i'm like it's <laughs> so annoying like right, why are you gonna bring right, that up at right, a time right, like right, this right, right. so like that's happened that hasn't happened in a while but um and then you know like sometimes there's just like random things that at this point like in the game like i've had this for a long time i don't really think like huh is my whatever my gate off like i used to be a faller mm-hmm you know, like I'd run, I'd fall, I'd bleed, I'd get right. up, I'd move on. Right. I don't know. I mean, that could be MS, but I haven't done it lately. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that's good. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of symptoms. And I also, like, I just don't think it's MS a lot of the time. I mean, my eyes, when they bother me, I assume it's a do- like an eyeglass thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've had eye doctors been like, hey, you know you have MS? I'm like, ugh, enough. Right. <laughs> like, you're drilling this point home. Well, it is. I mean, it is incredible. So you work for 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 Pacers running now. Uh, well, tell us your job now. What 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 you're doing for us? Um, I don't know how I got this job. It's the best job ever. So <laughs> I um, <laughs> probably just showed up one day, started working. Yeah, that's usually how later. it works. <laughs> yeah. So well, Kathy heard- hired her, so it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard some advice. If you just keep showing up, it'll work, and it yeah. so works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, right now, I'm working on the blog. Um, I've written for the blog before, but now I'm trying to like organize it. Yeah, you're you're pretty <laughs> so that's much the run the, pacers she's pretty blog. much the, she's pretty much the blog. Yeah, yeah. yeah and don't I'm, check the blog though. There's nothing on it right not, now. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. We're still doing some yeah. pre work for that. But yeah, I mean, I was shocked. I know uh, when when I found out you had MS, I had no no idea, and I. I assume most people have the same reaction, right? Well, I don't usually lead with employers like, hi. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get on your insurance. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm totally good. <laughs> I'm not awesome. going to cost you a dime. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking this is a little awkward on HIPAA. Like, hey, I'm talking to my boss. Right, <laughs> about right. the yeah. in house in my <laughs> yeah, healthcare <exactly>. history. <laughs> so I'd like a raise. Um, right, right. No. Um, yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. But yeah. um yeah, so I have this really great job at Pacers, and I'm really excited for the blog. I'm amazed. I mean, the community, 
the people who work there, the people who interact with Pacers, there's like a bazillion great stories. Um, and just in the last couple of weeks, I've talked to some really, really inspiring people. Um, and I can't wait to get it up there. I think it's, it's amazing. Can you give us a teaser of maybe like one or two stories? Yes. Okay. Yes, I can. So yesterday I spoke with Matt from the Boys and Girls Club and Alexandria and, yep. um, wow, they have some great stuff going on. So they have a group of students from the Boys and Girls Club that they train to run the 5k in um, at the parkway and they go so far as to organize a sleepover before the race and then a bus that takes the kids who have trained for the race to the start which I mean hearing that made me a little teary-eyed yeah. I was like that's like way above and beyond like the training for a run and mm-hmm. the, the parkway is such a huge event it's such a, a I don't know a community event and the idea of having children run that I don't know. I love, I love kids. I love that whole angle, but mm-hmm. you know, just going above and beyond to like, we are going to make this work so well. We are going to put you in a room, mm-hmm. get you to sleep and then get you to the start line. I just loved it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And the, the parkway is, uh, the beneficiary is the Alexandria boys and girls club. And we, uh, we do a, do a lot for them and they do a lot back for us. And it's really cool to see. That's one of the great parts about the race is that, that a lot of these kids do run the five K and, they train for it pretty much all year. So it's great that you sat down with Matt. So when can people expect to see the blog live? What's what's the timeline on that? Hmm. Is not, that a real question? Not a good question? Yeah. God, I'm sweating. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not in charge of that part. I'm not Farley asking the question. <laughs> oh, so you don't pay my Yeah, I'm paycheck. just curious. Yeah. Uh, geez, I hope Monday. Yeah. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah, so it'll So it'll, then it'll be so changed. now now we have the space time issue where yeah. when you're listening to this the blog Any is, Monday, some yeah. Monday in yeah. the far yeah. off future. Exactly. <laughs> Just keep checking Run yeah. Pacers blog every Monday. Every and Monday. if it's yeah. not there, go to Run Pacers podcast. Right. And check that out for a bit. Right. Either way, you'll be entertained. All right, Heather, I've got a few like quick hitting questions here. Okay. These were, I believe, mailed to you by yeah. Pulitzer winners. Yeah. Is that Pro- right? Probably. Uh-huh. Probably. <laughs> That's the source. Mark Twain from the dead. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, you are from Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, said a yes or no? I think that's... Yes. That is a yes. Yes. yes that's right. a yes. Okay. Hard-hitting question. Orioles or Nationals? Oh, Orioles. Orioles. Okay. Favorite restaurant in Baltimore? They're they're hard this to hard define. Hitting. Yeah, um, hard to define a good restaurant. In probably Baltimore. probably Boog Powell's place yeah. out in right field. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, What's that place? Um, it could be all right. Either restaurant. Okay, I'll tell you my favorite place in Baltimore. Favorite place. There you okay, go. Okay, I love Greg's Bagels. Greg's Bagels. Okay. Okay, it's in Belvedere Square, and also in Belvedere Square is Atwater's. My sister is gonna die that okay. I just said that. Okay. <laughs> my mom's like the mayor of it. Nice of Atwater's. Um, favorite marathon you've done. Chicago. Chicago Marathon. Okay. What was the uh, school that you wanted to go to but couldn't get into (laughs) (laughs) and instead went to Virginia Tech? Wow. Wow. Hard hitting. Hard hitting. Okay. I have a story to talk about. Uh So I ran the Charlottesville Marathon last year. Okay. I was obviously trying to get her to say Virginia. Yeah. I can't say that. So (laughs) I went to Virginia. Not to school because that would be inferior. And then I <laughs> ran the marathon. And what happened was at mile 19, I saw my family and I laid down on a median strip. 
in Charlottesville in the middle of the marathon course and said, I'm done. Uh-huh. I get it. This is the hilliest, hellacious. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the, it was a great race, but oh my gosh. I it mean, was it was just belligerently hilly. mean. So I lay down. And then my kids were like, okay, let's go. If you're done, can we go to the hotel pool? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, all right, I'll finish. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and it was destroyed me but we're going back to charlottesville in a couple weekends to run the 10 miler nice all right so she went to virginia tech of course uh-huh. in Oxford. and also the 10 miler is going to be hilly fyi yeah. yeah but you know what not for 26 miles yeah right that's, that's true point. all right i got a few uh a few more questions here and we're going to stick to a theme here with the next few questions mm-hmm. all right can uh, can joanne and i listen to try to figure out what the theme is <laughs> yeah okay sure do you have a do you have a thought on what the the, the theme of the next three questions are um, dogs. You got it. Wow, nailed it. Wow. Yeah. Can uh, I? Can I guess? Do you, <laughs> I would long, also like to guess dogs. Do you run? Do you run? Do you run with your dog? Okay, so our dog is really old, like almost fourteen. Okay. So we did used to run with our dog. She was actually a long distance running dog. Okay. Um, we do not run with her anymore. Okay. Uh, I think she could run. I think it's not a great idea, but we walk her a lot, and she's. She is, in her heart, a long-distance running dog. How long did it take uh, to train your dog to run? <laughs> what if that would be never happen? Never? Okay. <laughs> All right. That's really good for me to know. Yeah. yeah no need to waste your time on yeah. training. Just get it done. Okay. Uh, what is the most you've spent on a dog <laughs> bath? <laughs> oh, that is a toughie. Um, well, you know what we do? We like board her and then we bathe her. So many hundred dollars. Many hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay. So you've really had a deal. Okay. So I was going to ask the next follow-up question is $36 too expensive. I guess not then. Well, if you're not doing the work yourself. It's not too bad. (laughs) It's not that bad. (laughs) All right. How many dog parks? Well, your dog's 14. So that question doesn't really, uh, I was going to say how 14 year old dogs can still go to dog parks. parks. Mm -hmm. All right. How many dog parks do you go to with the dog a week? She's aloof. She has no time for other dogs. No no dog parks. Mm -hmm. She walks to the bus stop. She eats every piece of food that the garbage man has left right like she it's a whole nother thing like old dogs have no shame okay so hmm. yeah so what kind of dog is it she's a lab mix lab mix okay and sorry she, to wa- s- she wears a virginia tech collar you'll no. know her when you see her <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry to spend so much time i mean dogs get get ratings on our mm-hmm. show here so i just wanted to spend some time more dog lovers than running, than running runners <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. i have a dog story okay, uh-huh. okay. please good please it'll help our ratings <laughs> yeah i want to you know work to the crowd so i was on my bike the other day i haven't ridden my bike because it's been so cold mm-hmm. i right. rode on sunday and you know i know the rules like when you're on the trail you know you're right. a bike on the trail you kind of right. got to get what you get so right. i was by myself I was listening to something, but I was paying attention. Probably Pace Nation. Probably Pace Nation, right. obviously. Definitely. If I had to guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, you win. So <laughs> there was this dog situation that one dog was on one side of the trail, one dog was on the other side, and I was going to go through the middle. Mm-hmm. Don't ever do that. Mm. No. Yeah. I saw my life flash before <laughs> my eyes in a way I never want to see again. And then I apologized. I'm like, gosh, that's like terrible etiquette all yeah. around. So the dogs are lunging at each other as I like just barely made it out alive wow that is yeah that that is uh, a, a cautionary tale for me because i could see myself doing that for sure Don't also um joanna had luigi and farley had london and those were the dogs in the story right <laughs> exactly it's kind of awkward but it's true <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> luigi does not lunge at other dogs mm-hmm. what lunge about bikers london, <laughs> london will lunge at anything everything trees everything yeah furniture all right so things. Y- your your uh 
you're in training right now. You're running uh, a specific race, or are you just running to run right now? Um, I'm running. You said the Charlottesville. Yeah. said the Charlottesville ten miler, but rock, rock and, and roll, roll half. Okay. Charlottesville, Parkway, all the races. Charlottesville half. Now, do you you, you chronicle all those on your your blog too? Uh, um. Yeah. I mean, I don't really run with a great plan. Right. So. I mean, I just like things that are interesting. I chronicle. It's not like hardcore training log. I don't even wear a watch. Mm. I like that. That that would that would work for my social media standards. I like it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> I got to sign up for that class. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, I got one one person. Anybody else? I'm doing uh, social media classes. All right, Heather. Well, it's an inspiring story. I don't know if you set out to inspire people, but you certainly have. I mean, that that wasn't necessarily the goal. You seem like kind of a runner who's just running with your friends, right? Totally. That's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of that's, that's kind of what makes it inspiring. I've seen you, you've seen you in Runner's World. Uh, you've got uh, the movie coming out. Uh, can't wait for that again. That's March thirteenth, Sunday, March thirteenth, and tickets are still available. Go to Arlington Cinema Draft House to get those. Uh, you've got a great blog. Find your dot com. You can find the blog there. Also, Monday. This Monday, maybe any Monday. A Monday. A Monday. The uh, (laughs) Run Pacers backslash uh, blog. And uh, we can see her at the Rock and Roll Marathon. Half. The the Half Marathon, the Charlottesville 10 Miler, the Parkway 10 Miler. uh, All the races. On Twitter, Mm -hmm. at your inner pace. I mean, it's really inspiring. You just aren't slowing down. Yeah. I don't want to slow down. That's awesome. Because that means I'm going to get old. (laughs) That's not fun. Yeah. Well, you you certainly aren't. I already called you a 30-something. I I can't believe. You're in your 20s? Oh, yeah. That's the part that's so shocking. (laughs) All right, Heather. Well, we really appreciate you joining us. Uh, You you really are inspiring. So I appreciate you sitting down and, and, and spending some time with us today. Thank you, guys. This was super fun. Thank you. All right. We're going to take a quick break. That's Heather Jeff. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back here on Pace the Nation. All right. Welcome back to the program. Uh, thanks again to Heather Jeff for joining us. That was a cool interview. Uh, she doubled down with the snacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, we usually have no snacks, and now I can barely get you guys to talk because you're... Mm-hmm shoving your faces with uh all sorts of right now i'm doing a taste test on these reese's cups okay. oh they're not reese's though no they're justin's <clears throat> Justin's. i wonder if reese's likes that people would just call them reese's cups yeah. that's good that's good that marketing good branding there good branding yeah well it's like how people call um band-aids and kleenexes Kleenex. exactly yeah yeah coke so I just wanted to let our listeners know that in in one of these cups, there's two percent of my daily intake of iron. Okay. So you're gonna have to eat fifty of them. Does that math work out? I need to eat fifty of these <laughs> cups to get my iron today. All right. I'm not sure that's what um, Sam Attard would would recommend, but I think she approved. And, she and actually, these I I think that it's the 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 gigantic Reese's peanut butter cups. Only had five percent, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. So we, ha- I had to eat twenty of those a day. Mm. Yeah. So I think I'm getting my my iron with fewer calories. Right. So yeah. that's a plus. That is a plus. Mm-hmm. I have another question. Yeah. Do you think Heather's husband knows that he has a first name and uh, <laughs> for for both of his names? Yeah, his name is 
Jamie Jeff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a great question. I wish she's left the studio. Let's let's call her. Let's get her back in. Uh, that is a great question. Now we have something to talk about when she brings snacks next week. That's, that is true. <laughs> well, thanks again to Heather Jeff. She did a great job on the on the program today. Look forward to uh, the movie coming out this it's uh, really next weekend. Am- yeah, it's really amazing how many inspiring, talented people work at Pacers. Yeah, absolutely. That are no you wonder know, you won't hire me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's. I think it's. It's. Wor- I mean, it has something to do with them being runners too. I think that runners just generally are inspiring. So our pool is greater, being that we hire runners. Farley, do you want to draw a Venn diagram for everybody? Yeah, that one. I, I do know what a Venn diagram is. You two circles and they mm-hmm. overlap in certain ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that for you. Um, here you go. Here's Pace's employees, and here's inspiring people. So. It's pretty much the same thing, you know? Well, that's a lot of intersection. A lot of intersection. So who's, on, who's an outlier? <laughs> you. <laughs> I'm not an employee. Oh, that's right. Um, <laughs> all right. Let's get back on track here. Um, I wanted to uh, plug her, her Twitter one more time. It's at your inner pace, and uh, she's tweeted the show a number of times. You can always tweet our show at Pace the Nation, and Joanna reads them. Every week, like she's doing right now. Joanna, if you could have a theme song for uh, your segment, what would it be? Or or if we can't steal it, what, what would inspire it? Um, I think something very classy sounding, like mm-hmm. very... Um, you know, you're in like the New York Public Library at a really mm-hmm. snooty event. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I think we can arrange that. And actually, I think if you get stuff that's that classy, there's there's no copyright laws anymore. <laughs> so right. Do you want a theme song for the tweets? I actually think that it would help. Yeah, it would really help with the congruency of the show. I think. I, I tend to agree. I think that the. One issue is, is pulling back the curtain. It's harder to edit if there is actually a theme song behind you. It's um, harder to edit? No, we don't want it the whole time. Oh, yeah, we're just right. talking about an opening. Oh, yeah, an just opening. an opening. Okay, yeah, like, mm-hmm. okay that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right, what do we got? Um, so first, we'll talk about um, Kevin King tweeted in to say that there have been a lot of great guests on Pace the Nation, but episode 42 with Kieran O'Connor may be my all-time fave. All right. Do you think that's going to change this week? Why would it change? Well, Heather is married to Jamie, Jeff. Two the first, man with two first names. Two first mm-hmm. names. And Jamie and Kevin King, prolific tweeter of Pace the Nation, mm-hmm. are like good friends. They're like good friends or no, they're, are they're, good they're, friends? They are good friends. They're really they good behave friends. like good friends would behave. <laughs> no, they are really good friends. Uh-huh. So, you know, Heather may take the un, unseat uh, Kieran and, and take the top spot. I tell you what, Monday afternoon, oh. I'm going to be glued to my Twitter to see <laughs> to see if there's an update to <laughs> so, Kevin King's so rankings. Yeah. Um, there is also some tweets about the happy hour, um, which we'll talk about a little bit later. But mm-hmm. um, Brian Knight tweeted in to say, work too late to make happy hour tonight. Maybe next one can be in Virginia. Your sponsor has stores there, too. Yes. Uh, I think that's a good 
We have done a few in DC, which is really convenient for me. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, a few a in DC or all but one in DC? Yeah, all but one. <laughs> yeah. It's funny that all but one, but the one that's right next to my house, I was only showed up for the last 10 minutes of. Yeah. yeah. But At least when they're close to my house, I come for the majority of it. I will be there for the next one if it's at Four Courts or somewhere close by here in Virginia. I will be there. For the are day. they are they building the foundation of uh, the Pacers Clarendon on, on your empty promises? <laughs> yeah, no, they are, unfortunately. <laughs> um, Satya Morthy also said, good times last night at the happy hour. Enjoyed catching up with everyone and meeting some new people. And I would like to thank Satya for bringing me a book, which we have here in the studio now. Um, which I read when Farley starts talking a little bit too much. Right, right. <laughs> what, what book did he give you? He brought me the Homer book, um, mm-hmm. which comes from the Simpsons library. And everybody who uh, watches The Simpsons knows that I sneak in a Simpsons quote here or there. You do. Sometimes I get it right past security and nobody <laughs> notices until the tweets come out. Well, you you do. I often make you explain a little bit more mm-hmm. i know you hate that but i do yeah my little sister uh also commented on that to me once but yeah. like uh does farley have to explain every joke <laughs> yes i do uh, have you read either of the books yeah, that Satya so gave, you? gave me a couple books uh two books mark who twain his favorite is huh joanna <laughs> the book of quotations and I literally thought this when, when I got this, and, I, and I, I hesitate to throw myself under the bus, but I will. Uh, when I got it in the bar, I looked at it and I said, wow, Mark Twain, book of quotation, why is Benjamin Franklin on the front of the book? <laughs> oh, my God. Because <laughs> to me, it looks like Ben Franklin, right? No. No. Oh my goodness! Not at all. I, I don't know that I can be in the podcast anymore. <laughs> the wit. Well, it was a good run we had. Forty-four episodes. <laughs> the wit and wisdom of Mark Twain. Book of quotations. Sati, I appreciate it, but I literally thought that was. Uh, I thought that was Ben Franklin. I would like point. to thank Asics for bringing Miller Lite <laughs> <laughs> to the party, so you can, uh, yeah, you you can drown your sorrows and your. It's but, getting you to open up and admit stuff like this, right? <laughs> So I, I, I have not really cracked it until now, but I, I will. Quote, give us a Mark Twain quote at I will, random. I will attempt to soon. At random, just. Okay. Everyone is a moon and has a dark side, which he never shows to anyone. Well, okay. Wow, that's very serious. Yeah, deep. Okay. So that's the way type to, of. Way to bring it there. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, he gave me The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. And how far are you on that one? I uh, haven't opened it. Julie literally saw this and was like, what is that? Like, what are you, what are you doing? Are you going to write a book report when you finish? Oh, I don't want to. I would like a five page essay on the major themes of the adventures of Huckleberry Finn. I don't know if I can hold myself to that. <laughs> um, I will try. It was a very nice gift. I will try to plow through this five pages at a time. I think you'll like it. Okay. You'd be surprised. Well, I would have more context for this show, so I am <laughs> I, I am motivated to do so. Um, you should also be motivated because you're going to want to read to Baby Pacer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are really excited about Baby Pacer as well. Yes. Um, yep. So you had like my dad tweet in who said, finally got to listen to episode 42. Congratulations to Chris and Julie. Sports trivia. Who was the last MLB player to wear the number 42? I think that was... Um, no, I don't know why I'm yeah, No, it's Mariana Rivera is the uh, is That's the correct. answer. 
they retired it because that was Jackie Robinson's number, so they retired it across the league. But good, good, and, I liked it. And when they when they retired it, every single team retired it. Exactly. And yeah. but if you were currently wearing it, you could finish your career. That's right. Mm. So Mariano Rivera was the last of the Mohicans of yeah. wearing the number forty-two. And I actually chimed in right away and guessed Junior Griffey, to which I was wrong. Did you? You you didn't know. That? I replied to his. Huh. Well, I, I, I forgot about the last of the Mohicans thing. I remembered that when they did a re, when they re, did the retirement ceremony, Junior Griffey, who wears number twenty four, wore right. forty two that night. So mm. I thought that was the trivia. His number. Mm. But I should have remembered that PBR only asks Yankee centric questions, <laughs> and I should have just thought yeah. about what's the what's the last Yankee, Yankee to wear, to wear that. that. Yeah, he really only cares about the pinstripes. Yeah. yeah. Um, you also had Andrea R. tweet in to say, congrats on the big news on the growth of your family. Hashtag baby pacer is a great handle. Keep us posted. Well, thank you. I uh, will will consider baby pacer as a uh, handle or a uh, new Instagram handle that I know people. Uh, How many Instagram will, accounts are you will, going to be handling? Uh, probably three or four. Okay. But I, I know there's a lot of. You know, a, a lot of people have opinions on that, but I mm-hmm. am considering Baby Pacer as an Instagram. It's it's out there and it's available, and it'll be addressed in your social media. Well, class. if you don't yeah. get it, if you don't get it before this show goes live, some <laughs> one of our list smart listeners, one of our business savvy listeners, yeah. is going to take that and yeah. then sell it to you. <laughs> I got till Monday. Good point. Um, he literally just made a note. Get that I now. Did. I, did, I did actually. <laughs> Um, Andrea R. also said, having a dog is very important when you have a new baby. You'll see why. Trust me. Okay. I will uh, wait to uh, see why. Do we have any guesses? Guesses why? Yeah. From Farley? Well, yeah. From Well, I mean, the dog wakes up at 3 a.m., so the dog's, I mean, the dog. The dog can, can wake up with the baby? Yeah. The dog and the baby can both get up at 3 a.m. So I'm already, I'm already um, <clears throat> getting up with the dog at 3 a.m., so I'm not. I'm not. I'm honestly not too worried about this. I thought it was because um, the dog would clean the baby, like because <laughs> oh, yeah. you know babies like drop things and their faces. When are they become a toddler, yeah, definitely. There's no food yeah. on the floor. They yeah, clean I guess up. it's toddler. But I was also thinking that when you have a dog, you get used to picking up its poop, so yeah. it would also be nice that you already have that introduction with uh-huh. the baby. That's what I was thinking. Forty-four episodes, and now we're talking <laughs> about yeah, that. I know. Um, I think it, what's amazing to me, or even when I was a kid, was was it how dogs recognize that it's a baby. Like my little my little sister has two dogs, and a um, she has a toddler now, and that that kid can just beat the crap out of the dogs, and they're like fine with it. They're like, yeah, really, yeah, it's a baby. Like, of course, the baby's gonna whack me in the head a couple times. <laughs> wow. Okay, that's good. That's yeah. That's. I am learning on this show. I appreciate uh, everybody educating me. It's Joanna great. told me earlier that this is an educational show. It is. Yeah, it's an oddly informative <laughs> show. Yeah. Um, Annie Hughes also tweeted in to say, hooray for Baby Pacer. Wow, I mean, this Baby Pacer. I, it's really catching on. It is. I, I was going to save this for the happy hour recap, but literally people were coming up and congratulating me at the, ha- at the happy hour, and I was dumbfounded how they knew that, that <laughs> Julie was pregnant. <laughs> I mean, and then then you realize it took like three people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I haven't really told that many people. Yeah, realized, Ben Franklin. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, anyways. Um. So the rest of Andy Hughes's <laughs> quote is, "I hope he or she is as good a podcast guest as Baby Kiva." Yeah, Baby Kiva was solid. John, I know it's not in your feed. Yeah. For, for Twitter, 
Um, but there was a tweet that I did want to talk about. Uh, it's from Kay Daddy. Okay. Was not tweeted at our show. Okay. But he wrote, for real, question mark, awesome news at Run Pacer, exclamation mark. Guarantee you won't think it's just like any other kid on your show. So if I'm if I'm interpreting this tweet correctly, Kevin mm-hmm. King also found out via the podcast. Right. Yeah. Well, you knew before he did. So does that make you feel any better that we didn't tell you, that I didn't tell you beforehand? Yeah, who's we? Well, Julie is friends with yeah. Joanna, too. Joanna, I, I think that this kind of tweet is shows you that it's more about Chris Farley than about Joanna Russo. <laughs> right. And Joanna, I want to tell you this story, too. Yeah. We used to do our podcast every week, and all of our friends would listen. Mm-hmm. Um, Farley and I were invited to our friend Rob's wedding, mm-hmm. but it was a really small wedding. They had 20 people there. We were literally the only non-family that were there. That's a really small wedding. Very. Yeah. And, and so we were the only non-family there, and he didn't tell any of our friends he was getting married. Three weeks before, we were in Nashville, Tennessee. We rented a house on Airbnb. For Farley's bachelor party, did not tell anybody that he was getting married in three weeks. And then we did a podcast in Atlanta the day after his wedding. And we, we just opened it like we normally do. And we say, hey, we have a special guest. Let's bring him in. Hey, Rob, what's going on? Hey, we're actually in Atlanta, you know? And, and so he told all of our friends on our podcast that he just got married. Yes. What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like if somebody bakes a cake, our friends like have a Gmail chain about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that happens that I feel like I don't know about. Well, King, I will be letting you know from here on out about my next cake I bake. Because apparently <laughs> that's the standard. I think Sorry. we'll be waiting a long yeah. time yeah, for that. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That cake good point. has its own Twitter handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other tweets? Midpack Biped also tweeted in to give his thanks to ASICS for providing snacks yes. for the show. And he said a well-fed Williamy Docks and Jotorius DC means a happier pace of nation. I will say you two have a better attitude today. Mm-hmm. Even though you're not sharing your personal stories, you guys do have better <laughs> attitudes. <laughs> About time. Um, Leanna also tweeted in um, in reference to the Jenny Simpson's favorite movie question where Docs responded Top Gun, which was wrong. Um, Leanna said, Top Gun for the win, William E. Docs, and Pace the Nation. The need for speed is real. Go ahead, Farley. Try to dissect it. <laughs> I, I don't have much on, on that one. The discussion I remember about Top Gun was how they were playing volleyball and mm-hmm. how they needed... You, you were surprised they you were want me to so save well, you here? You're, well you're, up. Yeah. You want me to save you here? You're, you're floundering. The yes, need for speed do. is what they say in the movie. Oh, okay. It's a quote okay. from the movie. Gotcha. Okay. Um, Ashley Hayes also tweeted in to say, Run Pacer, there is a Beatles song that mentions tangerines. It's called Savory Truffle. Points for you. I think it is very generous scoring system by Ashley Hayes. Um, is it you- Hayes or Haas? I'm not sure. I bet it's Haas. Well, I knew I've known a couple of people who have had that the same last name and they've pronounced it differently. Mm-hmm. So I just went with the last one that I knew, and okay. she said Hayes. So yeah, fair enough. I think that that's ridiculous. Didn't I sing this? I don't know the timeline on this, <laughs> but didn't I sing a different song? Yeah. Do you think that maybe you go after Chris a little too hard, and that our Twitter listeners feel bad for him? Some of them love it, and they're like, "Do not stop." And then others are like, "Docs is the meanest person <laughs> on the planet." Uh, yeah. So I, I, that's fair. I do have to admit that 
there was low hanging fruit with Tangerine. Mm-hmm. Led Zeppelin actually has a song called Tangerine. First of all, and second of all, the song I sang was not called Tangerine. <laughs> it just had tangerines in one of the courses. But like listening to it, I don't think I've regretted anything in 43 episodes more than how embarrassed I was that I didn't pull Tangerine by Led Zeppelin and and then misnamed the the Flaming Lips song. Yeah, that was pretty embarrassing for you. Mm-hmm. I didn't say anything because I'm such a good person. You're a good friend. Thank you. Farley's back. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I had to take a call. That's fine. Ra- we'll just race. go to the next tweet. Yeah, go ahead. So speaking of, we are an oddly informative show because Courtney tweeted in to thank us for all of the sports bra advice this week. She said, yeah. I guess it's time to toss my bras that are older than your podcast. <laughs> wow. Great comment. Of course, she's referencing uh, the conversation we have with Brandon, expert bra fitter. Who was on the program last week? So, mm-hmm. Courtney, thank you. You can come by any of our six area locations, five area locations, one in Princeton, and uh, grab a new sports bra or two. I also forgot to mention one tweet about Baby Pacer, and that was Carter who tweeted in to say, I think that this is a quote from Chris. I think the dog will be more work than the kid, says the dog owner and soon to be dad. Let's check back with Run Pacer in September. I, you know what? I, I'm going to go against my better judgment here and say uh-huh. that I just. I'm sleeping on how hard having a kid is going to be. Yeah. I don't living... think it's going to be that. I don't think it's going to be that difficult to me. Finally, remember that remember that uh river that uh Kieran was talking about yeah. in Egypt? Yeah. Denial? Yeah. Yeah, I do remember that. Uh-huh. I don't think it's going to be that I have to that say difficult. that Farley and I had this conversation. It was probably like a, a 15 to 20 minute uh conversation recorded on another podcast where Farley also made that statement where yeah. I, I argued with him for about 20 minutes saying that a baby would be much more work. Well, And I didn't do a good job because he's still saying still that he thinks the dog that. is more work. We'll see. but I, Well, I'm not saying more work. I'm just saying it's not going to be this overwhelming amount of work. Mm-hmm. No, like it's going to be a breeze. Yeah, I like that you're going into this with a really positive I do. attitude. Positive I, and I was telling, realistic. I was telling people that uh, attended the happy hour on... Uh, last, last week that uh, come next next fall, Joanna and I are going to be hosting a podcast by ourselves. <laughs> Not true. Not true. <laughs> because Farley is I'm so clueless how much work <laughs> a baby commi- is. I'm committed to the show. Come on. Well, that's all right. I'm sure there's a wah that he can take the baby to. Like- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, got no, no, I got nothing. That's pretty funny. Um, another good tweet from Kevin King this week. Uh, he said, interesting, the guy whose dog is on Instagram, ugh, and brings a phone charger to bars wants to run a social media clinic on Pace the Nation. All right. So, so uh, King's a social media maven. I think that might be one of his uh-huh. social media descriptions. So I know he's offended by me having this knowledge on how to Instagram tweet or Facebook, but I'm sorry. I just do. I know what's appropriate, what's not. <laughs> yeah, okay? but this but this tweet is is spot on. It's it's his tweet is so good that it makes yeah. me think that it's something that I said at some point. Yeah, uh, but it, it's absolutely true. It's just spot on. All that's, right. that's that's Fine. that's all I'm going. And I did mention that I might be looking at the Instagram handle of Baby Pacer. Can wow. we ask? Can we ask Steve Lyko, who, by the way. Uh, never gets enough credit yeah, uh, from true. the show. Yeah. Uh, so thank you for everything that you're doing for the website, for the tweets. Uh, and here's one more thing. Can you please retweet on the Pace <laughs> the Nation account, this Kevin King 
tweet. Go ahead. Go ahead. It was funny. I'll give him credit. It was good. Okay. So Bill Gates, who I believe is a listener of the show. Yeah, right? I'm sure. He's, he's sent a couple notes about how he couldn't attend the happy hours. <laughs> right. um, but he had a tweet this week about light bulbs. He did. Yeah. Edison light bulbs, Edison it looks like. Bulb. I mean, the mm-hmm. pictures are Edison light bulbs mm-hmm. in the tweet. And so Michael P. Miller told us, Pace Nation, you've done your part to help get the word out. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for yeah. acknowledging that. I think and we have. And hop on, Bill Gates. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Seriously. Well, he's got to be a listener or he wouldn't be tweeting about yeah, it. Yeah, that's where he else. got the idea. Yeah. Um, Nicholas Blake, uh, who has yet to show up to Happy Hour also. Yeah. Yeah, he stopped with the excuses. Now he just doesn't show up. <laughs> I mean, before it was like training for for a race. Chicago, yeah, right. Star Wars, Star right. Wars. Uh, you know, I, he he is pretty into politics. I bet he's using the primaries as an excuse. Probably, probably. Yeah, it's be it. but he did have time to tweet in and say, "Hey, Pace Nation, some photos of this listener running at the Reg." Look at that. Yeah, there you go. And the Reg, like, of course, is the Reggie Lewis Center there in Boston. It looks like some high school kids running at the reg yeah i believe nice. one of them is nicholas blake. one of them a a, a young a young nicholas blake spry nicholas blake do you think that nicholas blake was into politics as much as the <laughs> current nicholas blake um yeah that's probably why he went to you oh okay wow I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about politics. But. yeah because it got you in trouble <laughs> yeah. already several times but but yeah that's probably right all right. Um, well, speaking of this week's winners, uh, we do have a tweet of the week this week. Yes. Uh, and that is from Skinny Raven Sports, our friends up in Alaska. And they tweeted in a picture of our sticker next to a quarter. They're roughly the same size. Mm-hmm. And said, in the Oscars podcast category, Pace the Nation wins smallest stickers. Hashtag honey, I shrunk the sticker. <laughs> Good work. Very funny, JC and the good folks there up there at Skinny Raven. Very funny. I appreciate your uh, kind of poking fun at the size of our sticker. But they still win for Tweet of the Week. So what what did they win? What was the prize this week? Their prize is for us to come to Alaska on their dime and uh, host a show (laughs) up there. That's their prize. Imagine if somebody else had gotten Tweet of of this week. (laughs) I know. So uh, great Tweet this week. And also, I I will say, guys, he's inspired me to order new stickers. So I've placed an order with our friends at Sticker Mule. Nice. And I've got five five days. I've got a variety of stickers. Not Pace the Nation stickers, but examples of sizes and different textures and all sorts of different types of stickers coming to us. So you guys can f- pick <laughs> what sticker you don't what want size. us to harass you, right? I don't want to be harassed anymore. Yeah. So <laughs> next show, I will have examples of sizes, textures, uh, they can be translucent. They can be all sorts of different things. Mm-hmm. You guys pick what kind of sticker it's going to be. Okay. Um, I and thought we. I thought we already gave you the feedback. We want Mama Bear stickers. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. I don't know what specifically Mama Bear size yeah, is. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. In nine months, uh, when you're reading <laughs> Goldilocks and the Three Bears to Little Pacer, <laughs> you'll you'll get that reference. This uh, podcast, of course, is sponsored by Pacers Running. Pacers Running with five area D.C. locations. Pacers Running is for every run. Also, we have a store in Princeton, Princeton, New Jersey. We're also, we have uh, a number of races this spring. A number of races here uh, this spring for Pacers, including uh, this weekend. Uh, we've got the St. Patty's Day 5K, 10K. Are you running that this weekend, Joanna? 
No, I wanted to, you but my to? coach said I couldn't. No, Tripp said you couldn't. Okay, you're running really well, so I was hopeful. But you're going to run uh, the uh, half marathon in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Docs, I wanted to get an update uh, on your, your running this past week. Still going, strong. Still going strong. I've been logging all my mileage. Excellent. And uh, have not missed a day. And and actually, I wanted to say this last time, Yeah. Um, but I forgot. I, I am also... On my off days right now, because my mileage is so low, I'm biking okay. and, and getting a good cardio workout in on the bike. When my <clears throat> mileage is high, I usually take my, my rest days or my off days and I rest. But right now, I feel like I'm not getting enough out of my running, so I'm trying to get something. So that cardio and that base building will be perfect for your Pete Fitzinger plan that you start in june so that's the that's um, good i also wanted to say that today i you know i had did a workout before yeah. the show so i was running over to the cno canal and i realized i really had to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and i went into the georgetown running company and the good oh, okay. people there let me use their bathroom nice. and i have to tell you chris do you know what they have in their bathroom can i guess a shower i was guessing a shower oh, they yeah. have a shower oh wow Wow. And they were telling me how nice it is that they can go for <laughs> runs and they can run commute to work and then they don't have to be smelly all day. That, that is that is nice to have a shower. I am really considering the next time we build out a store, I am considering the shower. The next time? The next time we build out Navy Yard. And then t- I'm and not ten, giving up hope because now. it took 43 episodes, but I got snacks. You so did. That's true. I don't know how many <laughs> years it's going to take, but I'm going to get a shower. Help. But speaking of the Navy Yard store, you did get uh, a piece of mail this week. We're going to talk about that, but... We can go to the email first that Doc's going to read. I'm only reading this email, even though it was uh, sent to Joanna. Mm-hmm. I'm reading it because uh, because of my background in, in Nordic pronunciation, <laughs> I okay. guess. Okay. I, I believe this is from uh, Garo. Okay. Um, and if I got that wrong, I apologize, uh, but we can blame the Arlington County Public Schools. <laughs> it says, hi, Joanna. So this is pretty random, but I got your email from Erica Jeminski because I just had to email you and tell you how stoked I got when I heard you guys mention Bergens and Norway on the podcast. Nice. You can send Joanna another email because we just mentioned Bergens and Norway again. <laughs> yes. I was born and raised in Norway, made the move to the U.S. around three years ago, and spent pretty much my entire upbringing in Bergens cross-country skiing clothes. I didn't know they had an athletic line, though. I am going to have to dip into the good old savings account and come check that out. I know my excitement may seem a little weird, but when you're from a small country, any mention of the homeland is a huge deal. So thank you for making my day. Love the podcast and the store. Keep up the awesome work. Sincerely, Guru, (laughs) your number one Norwegian fan. Wow, that's really that's pretty cool. That's probably the best email that I've ever received. If yeah. any of our listeners want to send emails yeah. in the same vein, mm-hmm. I would be very happy. That's the right. standard. That's the standard. The bar has been raised. What I will say is that we are big fans of the Nordic Messi, mixed discarute. Now that's a soccer player. Yeah. Nord. Oh, he's the Nordic Messi. So yeah. You're saying. He's the Mixed Diskerud plays okay. for the U.S. national team. Gotcha. But right, his father is Norwegian, and his mother is from Arizona, and he grew up in Norway. So therefore, he can play for the U.S. team. Gotcha. Yeah. And okay. and that's a, another Norway reference uh, that hopefully gets our number one. That's pandering to our number one Norwegian Norwe- fan. 
Yeah, and if uh, if there's a number two Norwegian fan, you can tweet us or it's probably mixed Diskarud himself. <laughs> probably is. All mm-hmm. right, so that's a really cool email from our number one Norwegian fan. You also got uh, a sass. Um, I did get a sass this week. So I got a little note from Leonard who said, hey, guys, love the show. Can I please have a sticker? Keep up the awesome work. Best, Leonard. And he did include a self-addressed stamped envelope. A sass. A sass. Right. Well, thanks, Leonard. Uh, I don't know if you want to wait for the uh, new renditions of the stickers. Well, I already put the old ones in the mail. Oh, awesome. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you're going to get the world's tiniest sticker, according to the guys over at uh, Skinny Raven. So hope you enjoy that. And... Send us another SAS, and we'll give you uh, the updated one. When Doc and Joanna figure out what that's going to be. Yeah, I tell you what, Leonard. Based on the timeline that it took for us to get the original stickers, you made the right choice going with the <laughs> the, the bird in hand. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I I mentioned the happy hour earlier, guys, and great time last Thursday. I don't know how to pronounce the name of the bar we went to. Giabolina. Giabolina. The uh, pizza was as advertised. Delicious. And you use scissors. And you did mm-hmm. use scissors. Shears. Shears. Pizza mm-hmm. shears. Pizza Let's shears. be fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I thought that, you know, maybe they would give you a pizza with pre-cut slices like most places do, and then mm-hmm. maybe use the shears to cut it down a little bit more. But no, sure enough, they just give you a whole pie. But it was easy. It was easy enough to cut, to cut. normal well, slices, some, right? For some people. <laughs> yeah. Farley, do you not remember York slices? Yeah, my slices were not, you know... They weren't very triangular. They were creative. Yeah, yeah. They weren't the best shape, but that's fine. Not, Not even close to the template. Yeah, that wasn't my uh, finest moment of the night there. Uh, but it did get better. Probably wasn't your lowest moment of the night either. No, it <laughs> did get better. Enjoyed seeing a number of people uh, come by from uh, you know fans of the podcast, folks running the 14th Street Fun Run, came by after their run. Uh, great night. Uh, I, like I said earlier, that it was great to have folks come up to me and, and say congratulations. And I'm thinking it took me to the third person saying congratulations for the, the kid to, to realize that they learned it on the podcast. So King, Joanna, you know, we referenced King before on the tweets. Uh, Joanna, you guys aren't alone. Um, other people were surprised to find out on the podcast. First, they heard of it on the podcast as well. Yeah, podcast listeners. Oh, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> It just does blow my mind still sometimes that, you know, people are listening and they come up and, mm-hmm. you know. So King King actually asked us, he's like, do you, does Farley, when you're recording this, does Farley realize that people listen to the show? <laughs> yeah, it's a good and, question. And so actually that was pretty valid. It was a very good question. I thought that was a ridiculous question, but turns out. It's not, valid. Not a bad question at all. Uh, but did meet some pretty cool people there. Mike Parks, talk about his story down the road here. Very inspiring story of a guy who... Wasn't a runner, became a runner, and uh, maybe we'll have him on the show at some point. Someday. I think we passed along his information to the producer. Yeah. Okay. So, Mike, Mike, good to meet you that night. So, fun time. Another happy hour will be sometime this month. No details as of yet, but as we said before, probably Virginia. All right. This week in the news... All the news that's important to the hosts that's running related. Uh, We talked a lot about the Olympic trials, marathon trials in the last few weeks here. It was on live TV, Joanna. Live TV. Live TV. Did you know that? Did you know that it was on live TV? 
I I just learning this now. No, you That's why I listened to the In the News uh, segment. Okay. You heard it dozens of times <laughs> when you were there in L.A., but more than a million viewers tuned in to the first live broadcast of the Olympic marathon trials. I think that's pretty good. It's it's I think it's solid for I mean I, I know it's not drawing you know huge huge numbers but for our sport 1.2 million is pretty good. But and keep in the mind it was it was broadcast in the middle of the afternoon. Those aren't high exactly. uh, numbers anyway. You you think like you know Thursday night if the if they run the race at Thursday night what would the numbers be? Exactly. So it was 10:06 local time there in LA 1:06 p.m. on the East Coast. Uh, so it said. Uh, one of the NBC spokespersons said it earned a point nine over overnight Nielsen rating. So I think that's that's pretty good. I mm-hmm. don't know a lot about it. Based on good. nothing. Right. Sounds Based great. On, yeah, sounds great. <laughs> All right. And speaking of the marathon, Joanna, you had a uh, marathon story for us. All right. So Charles uh Copana and Matthew Clark say that in their Manhattan federal based lawsuit that the New York Roadrunners Club has raked in $5.2 million between 2010 and 2015 from runners who paid the $11 processing fee to enter a drawing to get a spot in the race. They claim the Roadrunners, the marathon's longtime organizer, has never obtained a license from the State Gaming Commission to conduct the lottery despite making millions off of it. Hmm. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I think it's sort of supply and demand. They've got the supply. There's a demand. Um, I don't have a problem with them making. I don't have. A, I don't really have a problem. It's an interesting story. I don't have a problem with that. How do you feel about it, Docs? Honestly, I think that charging people not to get into your race is a little bit silly. I, I you know, like I did the lottery to get into Pearl Jam shows. Okay. And and I signed up and they only charged me for the for the shows that I got into. And I didn't get charged for the shows I didn't win. I think I think it's pretty poor show and and it's I mean I know that they've got this great product but come on. I think it's like any marathoner can can attest when you don't win the lottery that's already that's already a bad news. It's already, you know, tough to take. Then, then you're getting hit with a with basically a, a penalty. Yeah, you know. I, I think it's what is it? Ten dollars? Do they say eleven bucks? Eleven dollars. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, it's enough for them to make a lot of money, but not enough. Why don't, why don't you give me eleven dollars <laughs> right now? Yeah. Will uh, you you give me eleven dollars right now? It doesn't sit well with you, I, does it? Yeah. I mean, I owe you for how much you've done for the podcast. Well, I'm just free, saying, just give yeah. me give me give me eleven dollars, and I will do nothing for you. All right, Joanna, how do you? Well, I just want to put a couple more facts from the article okay. out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to the... Com- really? Are we doing facts now? We are. Yeah. I like to bring facts to the table so you have all of the information. Yeah, I like okay. that. Um, so according to the complaint, fewer than 18% of lottery participants win spots in the race every year, and only 14% of the more than 80,000 participants did so in 2015. So... I think I think this is an interesting lawsuit. I I want to know what their end game is. Like, are they just they just want the New York City Marathon to obtain a gaming license and pay a bunch of people? Like, do they want to change the lottery system? Are they just bitter that they didn't get into the race? Like, I'm a little curious about what their motivation mm-hmm. is moving forward. What What's your guess? What's your What's your uh, speculate for us? Yeah, I would guess that they're angry they didn't get in the race. I think <laughs> yeah. so. I think so. Too. I sa- it definitely sounds like sour grapes. Yeah. I think that they're from New York. Let me just 
Because they, they, oh, they're Utah residents. Because I was going to say, in New York, you do have the option to run nine New York Roadrunners mm-hmm. races, and then you get an, an entry into the New York City Marathon. So there mm-hmm. are ways around the lottery system. You could also qualify for the race. That's the way around it. Yeah, so just run faster, and then you have nothing to complain about. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's a good it's a good uh, subject, uh, and I guess the podcast is kind of split across the board on uh, how we feel. But um, thank you for finding that story for us. All right, and finally, uh, there's a new film coming out, not Heather Jeff's film. Well, that not, one's also coming out. Not Run Free. Yeah, Heather Jeff's will be this weekend, of course, but... Another film, a documentary about a uh, 90 or 89-year-old ultra marathon runner. Bob Hayes of Montana took up running at age 60, and he's got a film due out in June about his running and his uh, training to run ultra marathons, which is pretty ridiculous. One of his key running secrets is he taps into maple trees and make syrup and uses those along the way. Oh, syrup or I, maple water? Yeah, I thought you were going to go with maple water. Well, it says syrup that he uses uh, for uh, his training runs, maybe in place of goose or other types of gels. Well, it's still the power of maple. Yeah, I know Brother Russo will be excited about that. So that's due out in, in, in June, so look forward to that. What's that music mean? <laughs> this week in Clarendon Construction, Docs. Uh, we are moving along, still on schedule for an April 1st opening. Wait, I thought you were three days ahead of schedule. Yeah, uh, you know, I want to give me a little bit of wiggle room there. But yeah, three days ahead of schedule. Still, uh, we've got signage up out front that has got the new Pacers running logo. So that's really exciting. Uh, we're working on... That signage to have, uh, we're working on the electricity behind the signage, so we're, it's going to be a lit sign, so that's mm-hmm. very big news. So that's big this week. That How the, much uh, neon? Not neon, but it'll mm-hmm. be just the Pacers blue lit up. Mm-hmm. So that's that's really cool. We uh, had to... Uh, is there a name for the Pacers blue, or is it just Pacers blue? There's a PMS color name for it, but I don't, I don't know what it is offhand. Uh, but we also had to, uh, in the ceiling, there was some electric that uh, had to be tweaked this week. So uh, we did that. The old knob and tube up there. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of electric work this week. Uh, but walls are still being built. Uh, I was in there today. Good update from uh, the construction crew. Uh, we had to uh, move some of the racks in the back because they're going to cut a, a hole in the wall into the uh, into the stock room. So that'll be big news for next week. A uh, little, little spoiler. Yeah. Hey, just, just out of curiosity, when the foreman talks to you about the construction, do you like nod your head and pretend like you know exactly what he's talking about? <laughs> it's funny. He told me I'm going to need to move those racks and I was like, uh-huh. yeah. I, I, moving racks. I mean, that uh-huh. that's pretty obvious what you need to do. Yeah. And then he had to remind uh, Kelly, our lead on this project, uh, and he said, "Well, I told Chris," and she's like, "Just tell me." <laughs> <laughs> so good question, Docs. But yeah, a hole in the wall will be big news next week. So I'll let people know how that goes. Sometimes that's also a good place to get food. <laughs> it's true. A little old hole in the wall.
All right, good show, guys. Thanks to our guest today, Heather Jeff. You can tweet her and tell her how good she was. You can tweet her at your inner pace. At your inner pace is her Twitter handle. The blog is findyourinnerpace.com. Also, a movie comes out about her and her living with MS, and that's the name of the movie, Living with MS, March 13th at the Arlington Cinema and Draft House. Also, thanks to ASICS. Wonderful snacks. I'm Thank just, you, ASICS. Just cracking open this uh, Miller Lite. Thanks, guys. Uh, Thank you to the listeners. Great to see everybody last week at the happy hour. Thanks for all your feedback. A lot of good feedback on Twitter this week. Um, and thanks to uh, my hosts who were uh, in a good mood today. And thank you, Steve and Kelly, who oh, are tirelessly yes, working absolutely. to support call, this Docs. podcast. Uh, we don't give them enough credit because we're such egocentrics. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> That's a good call. That's William E. Doxon for Joanna E. Russo. I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace the Nation. See you next week.